All right, and welcome to Everyone's a Critic. I'm your host, Johnny Gill. My co-host here is Sean Ellis. Sean, say what's up to the people. What's going on, everybody? All right, we're going to get uh, right into it. Week three recap. Uh, we had some, we had some, eh, it was kind of up and down with the, uh, with the games this week. Uh, we're going to start with our first game. The Bullets uh, actually uh, lost against Lake Houston. That was actually the second game. I'll start with that one first. The Bullets lost to Lake Houston, 93-90. to uh, It was a close game. I actually looked like I was somewhat right. I said that they could challenge them. They did challenge them. Uh, they, some of the players said at the end of the game that, you know, they played a bad game. I disagree. I just thought that the Bullets played a much better game. Uh, they only lost by three. There are no moral victories. But uh, I think the Lake Houston Live might – Maybe, just maybe, might have got exposed just a little bit. Uh, possibly, possibly. Um, they were right there. It was they led for the majority of the game, mm-hmm. uh, for the most part. But the Bullets played them close the whole time, and they were within one possession. Went down, got a score, got it within three, and a very bad and timely turnover mm. by Lake Houston, mm. where the Bullets got two two cracks at it, open threes, and missed them both. Uh, so within the possession of the game, but at the end, like you're saying, uh, Shelby was very confident saying that, Hey, if they were made there, we just went overtime, we'll beat them in overtime. Yeah. So still very confident and they should be cause they're out here taking care of their business, but for the most part, but possibly maybe a little exposed, put mm-hmm. a little pressure on their guards mm-hmm. and make them turn it over a little bit. And like I said, you kind of you got to be able to score against them though. If mm-hmm. you can score, which the Bulls were able to hit 90, mm-hmm. Yeah, you have a chance. Uh, but, yeah, if you're going to struggle scoring, like I think the Alliance did the week before, mm. and that's up to uh, match up for this week, uh, you're going to struggle. and You're not even going to have a chance. So, big up to those guys, definitely. Yeah, and Mr. PPR, Dante, I mean, another <laughs> monster game, 29-8-8, four steals, and a PPR of 40.6, mainly because let – me, let me give you guys a little tip on your PPR – your shooting percentage is a big, big reason for why your PPR is high or low. So you could have 30 points, but if you're shooting 39% from the field, your PPR is going to be very low. And that's usually how it goes. So Dante shot 71%, only missed five shots uh, from the floor, uh, four or five from the free throw line, over 80%. He's just efficient. He's just an efficient guy. Uh, so once again, he led uh, uh, Houston uh, in PPR again with 40.6. I mean, there's no there's no surprise to me for that. And if you look at the squad, uh, the starting five just balanced. Uh, everyone scored over double figures. Uh, pretty balanced. I think that's a balanced attack, and that can be uh, what is needed uh, to beat uh, Lake Houston. I think if they had a few more different possessions down the court, uh, maybe in the middle of the game, I think we're talking about a different outcome. Absolutely. And right now, as of today, they look like the – team best suited mm-hmm. to possibly give uh, Lake Houston a real run for their money mm-hmm. right now. And uh, but again, like I said, they have to play a good game, an almost perfect game to beat them. Yeah, and I don't, I don't think Lake Houston wants to be down to this team. Absolutely not. Absolutely. They have to play from with the lead. Absolutely, I say. I think when you got Dante at the helm, you know, kind of running the show, being down against them would be a tall task. So, again, like I said, Lake Houston held the lead for the majority of the game, mm-hmm. and they took care of business. Well, let me let me heap some praise on uh, Lake Houston Live. You know, Mr. Anthony was very critical of us last time, <laughs> saying that we did not give Lake Houston Live enough credit. <laughs> Uh, you guys, I, I, 
my personal opinion, I did think you guys were a little exposed. That's just my opinion. I mean, they did score in double figures. Um 23, 19, 19, 22, 10. Everyone was balanced just about what they normally do. Uh, but like I said, that was without Rob. So yeah. with Rob, I mean, that makes a difference too. So Lake Houston, give them credit. They are solid. Yeah. They are solid. They're a solid team. And I think um, if they were to lose a game, it wouldn't be many. Maybe one, maybe two. Yeah. Uh, this is going to be a tough out, man. They, they have a nice... They have ball handling. They have a lot of shooting. They have size. Size. You know. <laughs> yeah. You know. Uh, and they're just going. Then when you think about when they have Rob, they have physicality. Yeah. And, and you know, it's, it's they're just going to be very, very difficult to beat. Um, yeah. And it's going to be have to be like a Villanova Georgetown from I'm going to go back too far, 1984, mm-hmm. 85, mm-hmm. when they just shot 71% from the field yeah. and were able to beat Georgetown, who were just absolutely unbeatable at the time. So. Mm-hmm. I kind of get that feeling that you're just gonna have to shoot very well. You're gonna have to play very well. I don't think I don't see like he's having a bad game. They're gonna have to have a little bit of an off night though. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. And asking Anthony to shoot anything under fifty percent is gonna be tough. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he shoots lights out. Uh, even when I'm looking at him, sometimes I'm like, what is he out there doing? It seems like he's just hanging around, and yeah. all of a sudden he knocks off four threes in a row. Quick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then they call him timeout. Yeah. So it's just you know he, he can shoot it like that, and have other guys who put the ball in the hole. Just yeah. is what it is. They're tough. All right, uh, our second game of the night, Alliance took care of the Monsters, one hundred to seventy-eight. Another tough loss. Uh, for the Monsters, I picked them to win, and I don't know what I was thinking. Uh, you know, and and it really just, the first half, you know, down by nine. If you look at the box score just alone, just solely look at the box score. If you look at the first half and the second half, okay, you're down nine. So you can't get out score by 13 yeah. in the second half. It, I mean, it's just tough. I mean, I'm, I'm really at a loss for words with this team. Uh, if you look at the box score, 78 points is doable. Uh, for a win, but you got to play some defense. defense. They didn't play any defense, and if you look at their, you know, their their spread, everyone scored double figures: 10, 16, 20, 16, 16. It was balanced. No defense, though. No, uh, you, I mean, it just is what it is, man. You got to be able to get stops. Um, and think, Sweat can't get thirty points on you. Well, yeah, I, and then you got to think about the points that Sweat gets. Everything's within twelve feet. Yes. So those are killers. So those are high percentage of shot, percentage shots usually. When and he he is so feet. many. He even stepped out and hit a three. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, you see that ball go in enough. You you know you gonna get bold and take some long shots. Yeah. And and I mean that's been their thing. I, I, they can hang with teams. I like I said. I think they've been talented enough to play with teams. But again, they can't finish games. Uh, they they don't put a whole four quarters together. They have a good second quarter, good third quarter, good first quarter. A good third quarter, but they never put four quarters together, and I think that's been their biggest issue. And I was mistaken. Uh, excuse me. Shout out to my man Brian at the scores table. He led uh, Houston in PPR forty three point eight. I stand corrected. Yeah. Uh, much of that had to do with his sixteen rebounds. Yeah. <laughs> and let me just say that my stars. That's why you lost the game because Brian had sixteen rebounds, eleven offensive. offensive. Yeah, that's some from good. a guard. Some Dennis Rodman type stuff there. You can't, uh, you can't, you can't do that. The thing about it, so for anybody who may be listening, that is not from the Houston area. <laughs> right. Brian is five foot ten and a half mm-hmm. inches tall. Mm-hmm. Uh, he went out there and got eleven offensive rebounds, and he and, wasn't trying to get them. No, <laughs> no, it, it, he was just working. Like, yeah, it just is what it is, and he had. 16 for the game mm-hmm. uh, to go along with his 22 points. So that alone 
took the Monstars out of the game. Mm-hmm. Second opportunity. If you get somebody multiple opportunities to try to score, they're going to score. Yep. I mean, it just is what it is. You can't give anybody two and three opportunities to try to score. You know, one and done, you have a chance. Two and three or four, you're done. So yeah, it just is what it is. And then the they both Brian and uh and and Bailey T Bailey they both had five steals also. Yeah, I mean, turnovers, you know, you throw the ball away, you make bad passes, the possession stops. Yeah. Ball goes out of bounds, you get to reset, play defense. But 10 steals, yeah. those lead to baskets. Those lead to baskets. You got in transition. Those are usually not only lead to baskets, those are usually layups, which are the easiest yeah. shots on the floor. Yeah, but in this case, there were some threes that were given yeah, up. And also some threes given up. So, I mean, I, like I, said, I, I, I would hope these guys, they just need to get a, a whole – Four quarter game mm-hmm. together, and I just don't think they put a four quarter game together in almost two seasons. Now. And sad thing is, you know what? I'm looking at this game. They got blown out by 22 points, right? Yeah. Definitely embarrassed in the second half. This all happened with Duke shooting six for 17. He had a bad game yeah. for his standards. Yeah. 19 points. I mean, he did have six rebounds, five assists, but 35 percent shooting from the floor. Yeah, that's not Duke. That's not a Duke night. No. Nah. Uh, He's usually like mid forties, yeah, low fifties. Yeah, he almost looked a little. Uh, I'm gonna say he looked out of shape, but he didn't seem to be very in sync. Mm-hmm. And considering that he was not in sync, and they still went out there and beat up on monsters like that. Uh, I mean, he has to be a little disappointing for the monsters because I guess you got to slow down the guy, probably yeah. the guy you thought you would really need to slow down, but yeah. then you give up eleven offensive rebounds to Brian and thirty mm-hmm. points to Sweat. So. Mm. I mean, that's tough. You know, that, that's tough. And they, they just can't win for losing, man. They, they do something right, but then they do two other things wrong. Yeah. So, <laughs> hopefully, like I said, I'm still I'm still cheering for you guys, man. Yeah. I, I'm, I, I know you guys are going to put, put it together and go ahead and get you a win and get somebody. Mm. I'm not sure where, but you guys are going to do it. I believe in you guys, man. You just got to do it. But I'm still not picking you. No. no. <laughs> All right, the Monstars are still streaking. Now, I believe the last time we talked about it, they were eight on an eight-game losing streak. Yeah. So if we add in uh, last week's action, that puts them now at nine. So that's now over a full season of losing. Yeah. This is getting pretty sad. <laughs> this is getting to the point where we're we're talking – uh, if this was the NBA, they would be uh, in the lottery picks. <laughs> and for coach sure. fired. Coach is fired. Coach is definitely fired. <laughs> uh, I mean, like I said, I'm still cheering for him. Yeah. I've said it and I said it again. Will the real Monstars please stand up? I think they're please. talented enough to compete with everybody. Mm-hmm. And we see it in spots. Again, they just don't put a whole four quarters together. Um and it makes it very difficult. You know, they, they just just try and get them to push through. And I remember I said, when I finally started playing well in every game, I remember thinking, like, okay, this is it. Mm-hmm. See if they can sustain, see if they can sustain, and then they fall flat again at mm-hmm. some point in the game. So uh, it's it's disappointing. But like I said, I'm looking at their roster right now. I mean, they have enough talent. They got enough guys who would play basketball. Okay, mm-hmm. they just it's just more so about them. Kind of putting it all together and really doing it, you know. Uh, but again, I'm, I'm still cheering for them. Uh, I mean, they got the Bullets this week. Bullets came off a week where, yeah, they lost, but 
They play really well. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's going to be a tough task, again, for them, you know, especially with the matchup with Dante. But with that being said, I, I, I think compete. They can definitely compete. Mm-hmm. Um, and we'll just have to see what happens. I mean, they. let's hope they get this win. Yeah, let's I hope mean, they get a win. I mean, I uh, I don't know where I don't know where it's gonna come from, but <laughs> but listen, okay, let me let me just cut to the chase. I'm just gonna cut to the chase. So the Monstars, uh, after the game, they they acquired uh, a new acquisition, uh, a guard uh, from off the streets. It's coming out of retirement. There you go. That guard is no other than myself. <laughs> okay, so listen. This is breaking news, y'all. I, I might have mentioned it. I may or might not have mentioned it to um, to the Monstars last time. But X has recruited me. I will be playing. I'll be, I, I don't know if I'm going to start. I don't know if I'm going to come off the bench because what I was told, Cliff is not going to be there, so I might play the whole game. Listen, guys. Um, I, can tell you, I can tell you what you are going to get from me. I can tell you what you're not going to get from me. I'm a guy. Who is first of all? I'm gonna put winning first at all times. I'm not about stats. Um, I think for my career, I averaged like 11 points, something like that. Uh, about eight assists, about seven rebounds, and about three steals. So Brian, I'm, I'm, hey, listen, I'm coming for you. I'm coming for you on the steals, my man. That, hey, that's what I do. That's what I do. But uh, I don't know. I mean, I just feel like this team is missing something. Uh, Shot selection, yeah. Uh, high basketball IQ. The last time I played uh, was actually in the championship over at Lake Houston. We lost to Anthony's team. Wow. Um, we just ran out of gas. Anthony's team was the better team. That's the last time I played. Uh, but I did play in the championship game. Uh, I think I led the team in PPR. It's just the way I play. I just so happen to have a high PPR because that's just how I play. I play with uh, just all around, just a high IQ. I'm not trying to score too much. I get guys in position. I'm not necessarily a true point guard. You can say that. I mean, I get a lot of assists. Yeah. But, I mean, I just, like, X X is not going to be stressed out this game. Put it yeah. like that. <laughs> I'm going to make it easy for you, X. Trust me. Uh, it takes on the burden off shoulder, X. Yeah. Now, I mean, and here at uh, Ultimate Hoops, we're happy to hear that another guy's getting up off the table. And, yes. uh And his production to another team. Uh, like I said, that, that might be a... I'm not coming out of retirement anytime yeah. soon. <laughs> but, you know, we, we on the table, we can do a little something at yeah. the table. So, you know, I definitely think that will be uh, a great addition. And uh, let's, I really hope that leads to to a dub. And uh, Cliff, look, you you leaving us tomorrow, okay? Mm-hmm. He If he comes in and gets a dub, he's gone. <laughs> it might just be you, man. Man. It might just be you, man. I don't know. Cliff, hey man, you, listen. I'm not pointing no fingers, but I, I mean numbers don't lie. <laughs> you were seven for twenty-two from the field, register two for twelve from three, registering a zero point zero, not zero point one, zero point zero PPR, and it's possible to get negative. I've seen it. Yeah. I've actually seen it before. So you yeah. weren't in a negative, so it wasn't completely bad. You did score some points, but the efficiency is definitely not there. Shot selection. It's definitely not there. It's not there. So uh, I'm going to save some possessions. I'm definitely going to save some possessions. It's not going to be wasted shots. It's going to be good. It's going to be more good shots. I feel like uh, Cliff can be used better. Mm. I think Cliff is more of a catch-and-shoot guy, 
And I think sometimes he tries to go iso ball at the wrong times. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, Cliff, when you do come back, uh, listen, I'm going to make it look good, man. Trust <laughs> me. Your PPR won't be in the negative. It just won't be. It won't be close to zero either. Yeah, it's uh, like I say, you'll be back, and they got two other guys that'll be back. Uh, Johnny Rosenberry will be back, and they also have um, Brandon. He'll be back as well. So I just think and Bill have a couple guys where you get a breather. Yeah, you know, um, Kai will be back on on the inside. So I mean, that'll help a lot. Mm. So we we got a lot of pieces. You guys have a lot of pieces on the Monsters. Again, we need y'all to put four quarters together, though, man. Four quarters. And I'll be sitting at the table watching, yeah. and I'm just hoping. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to hey, be engaged. Ain't nobody. Ain't, no, ain't no slippage. Ain't going to be no slippage. Just hoping you guys go ahead and pull through and finish it out. Is man. Squeak so, on play? That's the plan. Okay. Now, you know, no, Squeak is a, he's a nomad, man. He yeah. just <laughs> yeah. he travels in and out. He's yeah. here one day. He's here not here one day. So, yeah. Uh, Squeak, you know, if you're listening, man, we need you tomorrow, man. Yes. We need to get yes. that dub. Yes. You, Squeak, you're a part of this too, man. Yeah. You've been put on this team when they be getting these uh, L's, man. Yeah. So we need you to come out here yes. and go ahead and help them get this dub, man. So let's go. Hey, man, I'm all for it. Like I said, I'm excited. The game's tomorrow. I'll be coming off a game uh, coaching uh, my youngsters. So hopefully I'll finish 2-0 that night. So <laughs> we'll see. Let's move on to our next uh, topic. All right, now time for predictions. I have not uh, made my picture. I'm going to make these on the fly, and I will be sending these over to Luke tonight. Uh, so week four, we have the Bullets versus the Monstars. Now, obviously, I'm going to have my bias with me now joining the Monstars. I think uh, we can pull off a not necessarily an upset because the Monstars. I mean, they're zero and three. Bullets are one and two. It's not a big gap. So it's kind of an even team uh, for the most part. I think their games have been pretty competitive. Yeah, I say uh, I say we pull that one off. I say we win it uh, 85 to 81. Not a bad score. Not a bad score at all. I mean, I gotta, gotta don't pick it. us. Yeah, <laughs> I got to stick with my guns, man. I said I wasn't going to pick you guys anymore. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to go ahead and uh, I'm going go with the Bullets. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dante Miss PPR, Jordan Gibson, Demick. And the crew, mm-hmm. uh, Big Bryce, and I'm gonna say I'm gonna have it ninety to eighty one. Mm. Ninety to eighty one. Uh, Monsters have a show to be showing themselves be able to play defense for four quarters. Mm. So I, I'm not gonna get y'all hit with a hundred back to back weeks, but appreciate that. <laughs> but I will go with ninety to eighty one. You guys not being able to get enough stops mm-hmm. down the stretch of the mm-hmm. game. Okay, that's fair. Uh, we'll see how it goes. Yeah. Okay, uh, now, <laughs> the rematch. Yeah. <laughs> Lake Houston Live versus the Alliance. Now, the Alliance got beat down the last time. I don't even remember the score. I just know it was bad. Oh, uh, it was bad. It was nasty. The score actually didn't indicate how bad the... It could have been worse. Buff whooping really was, yeah. Yeah, could have been worse. Uh, I'm going to let you go first. Oh, uh, <laughs> uh, how sweat. Dude, sweets, little guys. <laughs> they beat up on you so bad last time. Now, Duke didn't play. Duke didn't play, though. Okay. Now, I will say this. I do see the defending champs mm-hmm. being very, 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 very motivated and up for this game. I just remember the last game a couple weeks ago. 
You guys being mad, mm-hmm. kind of barking at each other, mm-hmm. barking at refs, barking at the table, the whole nine. Howard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> about, about, you know, the game. And I just remember thinking in my head, they ain't got nothing to do with this 35-point book whooping y'all get right now. And how we can't score 19 yeah. points at half, yeah. four in the first. They ain't yeah. got nothing to do with yeah, that. Yeah, that has nothing to do with that butt whooping. So, with the, all that being said, mm-hmm. do I, I do feel like the defending champs will come out motivated. Yeah. Uh, but I do feel like they will come out motivated and still take that ill. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to go ahead and go Lake Houston. But a better defensive performance from um, Alliance, mm-hmm. 86 to 80. Okay, 86 to 80. Okay, I'm, I'm actually going to call a lot closer. I think it's going to be a nail-biter. Uh, I'm going to go I'm gonna go Lake Houston also, and I'll say 73 to 70. Ooh, okay. I say it's going to be more defense, 73 to 70. I think Lake Houston wins it. I think, um, I think Lake Houston is up one. Gets fouled, makes two late free throws, and the Lions comes down to miss the three. And that's it. Okay. So I got. So you got Lake Houston with another nail by the same way they had last week where they, you know, winning by three. Mm-hmm. Somebody had to miss a three at the end. Mm-hmm. Okay. I can see that. And I'll and be honest with you, I can see that. Because, I, like I said, I do think that uh, the Lions are a proud team. Mm-hmm. They're defending champs. They've been through a couple wars. Mm-hmm. For the first time, I actually brought this up last week. Lake Houston had never won, well, since they've been a champion. Mm-hmm. I can't say, you know, hell, what they were doing in Lake Houston. Um, but since they've been a champion, last week was the first close game they've ever won. They've had yeah. multiple nail biters. And lost. And end up losing at the mm-hmm. end on buzzer beaters mm-hmm. multiple times uh, last season. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I think they grew a little bit. Yeah. Uh, especially, I think if there was some doubt of, man, we just can't get over the hump over here, man, yeah. with the – with the close games, they finally kind of got over the hump. And granted, they still led the whole game. Mm-hmm. So I kind of want to see what happens to them if they're down. If they're down and, mm-hmm. and the game gets close, uh, let's see how tested they Well, I know Alliance is battle tested. Mm-hmm. I've seen them be down and come back and win. I've seen them be up and the game get close and still pull off wins. So mm-hmm. it, it'll definitely see has the change of the guard really happen now. Uh, the Alliance could easily be 500. After yeah. four weeks, halfway through it, so I wasn't expecting that, but that could possibly be the be what they're facing going forward. So, like I said, we'll see. They'll, I could see it being you, like with like you were saying, a one possession game. I got an eighty six eighty mm-hmm. uh, for Lake Houston, but we shall see, man. So, so you're I, saying they lose by six, or are they they down three, and then Lake Houston comes down and hits a three and puts it over, or is it? I see Lake Bucket where it looks more respectable. Uh, I, I see, uh, I see the game being a one possession game, and then Anthony or somebody hitting a back break. Mm, mm, I, I can see that too. Yeah, I see something like that happen. So, uh, offensive rebound or Shelby making a move to the basket, Devontae making a move to the basket, kicking it out, boom, and then it's the back That's breaker. It. Yeah. Leaving, leaving the shooter. Someone's going to leave the shooter. Yeah, it's just. <laughs> oh, man, that, that would hurt. Everybody needs a coach, man. We need some more coaches out here. Where, where's Irv and Larry Senior at? You know, we need some coaches out here. Ty, where you at, man? <laughs> yeah, that's going to be interesting, though. Um, I think that, to me, is more actually more intriguing than the game I'm going to play in. Because uh, yeah. I want to see how Lake Houston, uh, not Lake Houston, how Lions responds. Because they got, ooh. Yeah. They, they got beat up, man. They were, they were angry about it. They were they were angry about that butt whooping, and 
Which is, no, hopefully, you know, like I said, they respond the right way to it this time. Yeah. I do think it's going to be close. I don't think they're going to beat them by, across the head by 35 points again. Yeah. Uh, at least I hope not. Yeah, please. <laughs> please don't. But I do think, and hopefully, like, Houston's not coming in here too overconfident. Yeah. And kind of taking it for, like, we got this already. Yeah. And find himself behind by 10 points early in the game. I can see that happening, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, they've been kind of front runners. They've been beating up on people, so... Uh, we haven't seen it from behind yet. My head and chest out. You know, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. A little bit. Uh, I almost see somebody test them. Kind of put those guys in a position where they got to play from behind and they have to fight their way back into a game. So, again, they haven't been tested yet. They they, been. They've been tested since they had a close game. They won last week. But they haven't had a close game where they were behind uh, within one possession or anything like that. So, and, we'll see. And I haven't seen them match up against somebody like Duke either. Right. So, I mean, it's easy to guard – players that can't really handle the rock like that. Yeah, yeah. So we'll see how they match up against Duke. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's move on to our next segment. Alrighty, let's move into my favorite segment in the news. I'm going to start with the Houston Texans. Uh, they almost gave me a heart attack the last <laughs> time they played. Uh, it, let me tell you. I'll, let, me ask you let me ask you this question, Sean. What... Is more nerve-wracking for a team that you like to watch as far as football. Watching your team kick the game-winning field goal or watching the other team kick the game-winning field goal? Oh, man. That's a hard question. I think it's equally just as bad. Yeah. I think it I think it hurts more mm-hmm. if you miss. Mm. If your team's kicking and you miss, I think it hurts a little bit more. Because uh, at least when, when the other team's kicking in and they miss – at least you see the team driving the ball down the field, yeah. and you almost know the worst is going to happen. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, you know what I'm saying? When they're kicking in, they, and they they make it, or whatever yeah. the case may be. No, I'm talking about not not a not a chip shot. I mean, yeah. you know, a little little distance, like because a chip shot, you like it's over. Yeah, I'm talking yeah. about like forty six, fifty, fifty five, something like that. I think it's Ooh, that was a hard to watch. Yeah, man. I, I, Probably more nerve wracking for me. Probably watching my kicker, cause I'm gonna lose it if my kicker. Oh, misses oh it. man! Oh man! Oh, I'm gonna lose it. Fairbairn's been he's been he's been he's been getting on my skin a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Him missing the extra point kind of putting them in a position. He put us they, in that position. Yeah, to where they could win the game and not just tie it. Exactly. So uh, yeah, I, I think I'm probably I lose it more if my kicker misses it. Mm-hmm. But if the other team's kicker misses it, I'm just as nervous. Uh, I'm probably not as mad. Yeah, but I'm d- definitely as nervous watching them kick it as well. But the only thing they had we had work for us if it was a long kick. It was like 51 yards. Yeah, yeah. You know, and with the, in that air and that altitude, so it was like that saved us. That yeah, altitude you know, definitely I mean, saved us. And so I was like, okay, I, I like our chances, but it was hard for me to watch. I kind of wanted to turn it off, but I was like, you know what, man, I got man up, man. Yeah, <laughs> it's the team. It's the team. Let's see. Yeah, let's see. But yeah, they definitely take care of their business, though, man. Um, I think they they won six in a row now. Yeah, they're finally getting a good play out of multiple guys. For the first time, we're seeing the Watt Clowney thing kind of mm-hmm. happen. Uh, Clowney was missing the first three weeks, and the five, last five weeks he's looked like all pro. Yes, every every week he's looked like all pro. He needs to stop getting those neutral zone infractions. Yeah. Oh, he's just super anxious. It's almost where they have him lined up, and he can't help himself. He yeah. wants to jump off the ball, which J.J. does, too. Yeah, I'll say both of them do it. Yeah, but J.J. tends to, like, never go offside yeah. for whatever reason. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, we're seeing that white, him and white thing going on, uh, going on. And, I mean, they're just – they're playing really well on the defense end. I mean, 
you know the front seven's playing well when we have no name cornerbacks out there because yeah. all the cornerbacks are hurt yeah. and they're not getting exposed. So yeah. that tells you how what a good job the front seven is doing. The one the one cornerback that's hurt that I don't care about though, Kevin Johnson. He uh, can stay hurt. Jeez, man. He can stay hurt. Think about it too. He has a concussion too, so I hate to say that he can stay with a concussion, but he can stay hurt. It, it was it was definitely <laughs> bad. He can stay inactive. Think about like it. That. He has such a his first year before he got hurt, he actually looked pretty decent. He's not a first round pick. Second year before he got hurt, he looked, I think he broke his arm or something. He looked pretty decent. Then that last year when we put him into the starting lineup, when he was a, a for sure for sure starter, when we terrible. got rid of AJ Boye, he was terrible. He was god awful. He was terrible. So came in this year, I was like, you know, he's going to have a return to form. He has the Honey Badger back there, kind of working things out with him, helping him out. He was so terrible I'm, again. <laughs> <laughs> and he looked like he got worse. Yes, from last year. They were picking on him. And think about it. He looked so bad. Now just after one game. Yes. You know, this looked like it looked like this been going on all season. Yeah, this was one game. It was one game. He looked terrible in the preseason Ugh, when he terrible. got the first concussion. Terrible. Came back against the Patriots and granted it's Tom Brady and the Patriots, but he was he gave up two of the touchdowns. He looked terrible. You know. Yeah, both the touchdowns. Yeah, and I'm thinking I'm like he looked like Malcolm Butler out there. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, I'm happy they didn't give him eighty million dollars. Jesus, out of his hot. Yeah. But yeah, he he's looked pretty bad. Only good thing about him looking so bad is that nine million dollars that was going to be on the books for him next year, they're not going to pay him next year. Yes. they're going to let him go. Yeah, he's gone. So that's he another, might not get picked up by anybody. Right? <laughs> he looks terrible. No, that's another <laughs> nine to ten million dollars that we could put in our books to either give to Honey Badger or somebody, right. somebody. sign somebody, and then probably pick up some more free agents. So. We shall see, man. And think about the Texas, too. I mean, they got the bye week down. They won six in a row. Mm-hmm. And they have probably Colvin coming back, mm-hmm. Jonathan Joseph coming back, De- possibly Devontae Freeman, Devontae Freeman mm-hmm. coming back. Uh, what's mm-hmm. the middle linebacker? The fast one. Uh, he didn't play last week. Number 41. Um, oh, Cunningham? Cunningham's coming mm-hmm. back. And they have, uh, we may see for the first Cunningham time. Cunningham is the fast one? He be getting beat a lot. Well, he's the fast <laughs> linebacker. You get beat a lot. He's I'm like, dang, linebacker. can you cover? And like you said, Deontay Foreman will be back, hopefully. Yeah. Uh, so things could be on the up and up, and not to mention they're playing the Redskins, who mm. are kind of up and down. I would like to think they could beat the Redskins, but mm. check down Alex. He doesn't yeah. scare me. <laughs> yeah, check down Alex. Yeah. You know, especially with that with our front seven. Yeah. And those. Corners coming back. He's going to struggle. Yeah. He's going to struggle against our defense. Yeah. Long, Especially since he can't throw it down the field. Yeah. And then uh, hopefully we, we just got to stop AP, you know. Oof. And hopefully. It's a tall know, task. And hopefully we can just slow him down, make sure he's not having one of those 40 and 50-yard breakaway runs. That, yeah. You know, the old man is showing that he still got some wheels, you know. He can run. Yeah, <laughs> Dude was a track star. He can run. Yeah, he definitely can run. I actually remember him. Tell the short stories often. I went to Stephen F. Austin State in Nacogdoches. I remember mm. – He's from Palestine, Steam. Mm-hmm. So he always over there. Yeah, so I could just remember uh, guys telling me about, hey, man, this guy named Adrian Peterson, he's amazing. He's, yeah. And so I went, they just show the games on uh, TV out there. Yeah. So I remember being in my dorm room looking at the games on TV, and I just remember this 6'2", six, 6'3", six, <laughs> running back, running over little little Hispanic uh, linebackers who yeah. were like 5'8". And I'm yeah. like, ah, oh, he's not good. Yeah. Look at the people he's playing against. Yeah. And then he shows up in Oklahoma next year and runs the 1,800 yards. <laughs> so it's the same thing. doing the exact same thing. As a to, freshman. As a freshman, too. You know, you might as well say adult men, 21, yeah. 22 years old, went to the national championship and was just absolutely amazing. So 
I've been seeing this guy for a long time, man. And like I said, from the first time I saw him, he's a ball, legend in Palestine. Yeah, to, he's a god in Palestine. Yeah. So now this dude has been amazing since day one. So. Big shout-out to AP, who actually lives in the Houston area. Yeah, uh, you know, shout-out to AP, uh, Palestine, Texas. I mean, I got a friend, uh, Alfonso. He always repping Palestine. Shout-out to Alfonso. Yeah. Probably not listening, but shout-out to you anyway. <laughs> uh, okay, let's move on. So, the Rockets have won three straight road games. Yeah. Um, they're kind of peaking a little bit. I mean, road games are tough to win in the NBA. Yeah. Uh, we started off slow. Very. Um are we starting to get together finally? Well, I think what I'm seeing, I actually got opportunity to watch the last two games. Mm-hmm. I think the defense is so bad the first five games that they had nowhere but up to go. And to be honest with you, the last three games, the defense has been great. Mm-hmm. But the problem, only problem I see with them, though, is the offense looks kind of shaky now. <laughs> yeah. So, again, they kind of like the – well, I'm not going to say that. They're still winning, so I'm not going to say they're like the Monstars. But yeah. I haven't seen them put a whole game together yet where they've, they've been – look great on offense and look great on defense. Uh, I think, obviously, the deep, them playing good defense has them winning games. Mm-hmm. So, that's good. Uh, but like that uh, electric offense that we saw – Last year, that's putting up 120 points. It hasn't looked like that the last five games. It looked like that the first two, but again, those first two games where the offense looked like that, they was taking L's. Yeah. So, and, and you, you know. know what? The the Rockets winning against a quality team like the Pacers. Uh, people are sleeping on the Pacers. Yeah. First of all, they're a good team. They're a good team. Man. They, they could have actually beat the uh, Cleveland Cavaliers last season. I thought they should have, yeah. honestly. Yeah. Um, and they already this year. I think they may have beaten. They may have given Toronto their only loss. Yeah, and see, that's what I'm saying. The Pacers are legit. Now, only thing with the Pacers, I think they might have dropped the ball on not resigning Lance Stevenson. I think that was. I think that was a big loss for them because Lance, man. Okay, forget all the forget all the theatrics. The dude can play. Like I've been saying that. I've been saying that for a long time. Lance Stevenson can play. So. Pacers, y'all might have missed out. That might be the difference. I mean, they're, they're seven and four, so that's a quality win for the Rockets. Mm-hmm. Rockets are trending in the right direction uh, to me. I think uh, I need to see more. Obviously, giving up uh, less than hundred points on defense is very, mm-hmm. very encouraging. Especially in this year. Yes, the way the way this thing is going. <laughs> yeah, because like, people been hitting one thirty, one forty, one fifty daily. You know, I'm pretty sure if I look at any scores right now, somebody's probably has 130 points. Oh, yeah, at least someone does. Yeah, so I, I think for them, the last three games kind of turned around defensively the way they have has been good. Like I said, hopefully that the offense starts to pick up a little bit. Um, Melo had a big game the other night, too. He had like 28 points mm-hmm. uh, and like seven rebounds. So maybe kind of, kind of get him back, you know. Into the offense, it helps a lot. And like I said, they're getting healthy too. That that's helping a little bit too. They got a lot of guys playing. Am I reading this right? Chris Paul is averaging seventeen point seven a game, and that's the leader for the team. That's because James only played, I think, four games. So I think James averages right around twenty eight. Oh, I was gonna say because yeah, but he's only played like four games, so they don't have. A- they qualified this early. They qualify stats early, yeah. Yeah, which is weird, but yeah, they, they I guess they're doing the qualify, yeah, because Chris has played every game except one. Okay. James only played four. Oh, okay, yeah, twenty eight, yeah. 27.8. Okay, I was going to say. Yeah. Yeah, that isn't – yeah, that, that scared me for a second. I'm like, well, where, where's the offense coming yeah. from? <laughs> it's like, really? Okay, uh, last one. Duke – is Duke going to go undefeated? Because they put a shellacking on oh. Kentucky, the number two team in the nation. Uh, Duke has Barrett. He has – they have Zion. They got a couple of – 
Uh, another some few more young guys that I can't think of right now. Uh, just the main two are Barrett and, and, and Zion. Yeah. Are, are they going to go undefeated? It's tough in college basketball. It's tough to do in college basketball, especially when they play in ACC. So you know they yeah. don't play against their Virginias. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're gonna play against North Carolina mm-hmm. twice, mm-hmm. Uh, and North Carolina's really good this year. You know, and they're not yeah. just gonna just and then it's robbery game, so they're not just gonna let them run them over. Yeah. Uh, Florida State's actually pretty good. Uh, Clemson is pretty good. Mm-hmm. Then we got uh, Syracuse, which is weird. It's hearing that Syracuse is in the ACC. It's so weird. Um, yeah. I, they've been Big East forever. Yeah, they've been Big East forever. Then they got rid of Big East. So that's so weird that Syracuse in the AC. But yeah. So granted, now I'm, they they're gonna blow through the f- 2018. They they play Kentucky. They don't play a good team until January. So mm-hmm. after that, so they're gonna by the time they play Virginia, I think they play them in January. They're probably going to be, like, 14-0, and 0, mm-hmm. and they're going to look like world beaters because they're probably going to be blowing all the teams there because they play a bunch of not good teams right? <laughs> in between. To put it nicely. Yeah, and, uh, and they're going to probably have a 14-0 record and probably blowing all those teams out by 30. Uh, so we'll see when they really get tested. Uh, but their confidence will probably be up by then. And not to mention, these guys are freshmen, so they really don't even know what they're doing. <laughs> they're just kind of, you know, just out there doing stuff. And then you have Coach K coaching you. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would just like to say, uh, I think when you have two elite guys that you, you can't guard in R.J. Barrett and 285-pound Zion Williamson who handles the ball like a guard with a 46-inch vertical. Yeah. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Um, <laughs> I think uh, you have those two, and then your role players are five-star Recruits, your role players are five star recruits. Mm-hmm. They're just gonna be very, very difficult. Only thing that probably can't stop, and I'm not Duke at all. I've always been a North Carolina guy. Right, it's always been my thing. But uh, it's just gonna be very difficult to beat them. I only thing I see happening to them is maybe at some point inexperience catching up with with them against a very experienced team in the tournament. That's it. You know what? I I don't remember the last time I've been to a college basketball game. It might have been Rice. Uh, I don't go to college basketball games. I'm looking at this on ESPN.com. Is this right? The ticket sales? They're saying tickets as low as $233. That can't be right. There's no way I'm paying $230 for a college basketball game. Against Army. Against the Army. Let me see. Is it at, what is that? Is it at Army? No, nah, it's at Duke. It's at Duke. Wow, the Duke. Well, I guess they only have like what eight hundred kids, so I guess they got charged. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> College basketball costs that much? In most cases, no. Uh, it's, I mean, it's a nationally televised game. So. Yeah, I, I think it's you're gonna get probably the big universities, yeah. your Dukes, your you know North they Carolina. They ain't charging college kids that, are they? <laughs> they probably have a package. I know, like, ah. uh, like I know my nephew with the UT. And they used to have a package for him to buy. So it's like, uh, oh, so for the season, you might have a. $300 package, $400 package you pay, which ain't bad. Yeah, it's $300, $400, you know, to go to the majority of all the games. Yeah. Uh, at Steve F. Austin, we went to games free with our ID card. Right, I'm going to say. I'm saying, so, I went to Jarvis Christian. I ain't never paid for a college basketball game. We went right up in there. Yeah, you know, we showed ID. Oh, you're stupid. Okay, go in. Like, it was just like that. 
So, uh, yeah, I think we played those big schools. Like I said, Duke's a private school. It only has like 800 to 1,000 That's true. Kids, That's so. true. They probably all rich. Bro. And the majority, of, I think that student section in the very front is uh, probably kids. The rest of those people probably are visitors who want yeah. to watch. And that ain't nothing to them. Yeah. <laughs> and like I said, it will be exciting times this year with uh, Zion and R.J. Beard and those guys. It was a very exciting uh, game, actually. The last time I remember uh, – the last time I remember a team going close to being undefeated was with Greg Oden in uh, Ohio right, State. Right. They ran the table for the majority of the season. I think they lost late uh, in a Big Ten game. Yeah. So they were they were close. They were close. Uh, Kentucky actually almost did it. Yeah. Three when they had Cat. Yeah. They had uh, Carl Anthony Towns. And yeah. The, the what's the name twins? Yeah, they ran it for a while. They went they they went undefeated in the season and then lost to Wisconsin in the Elite Eight or mm-hmm. Final Four something like that. So they went like thirty three and 34 and zero, and then yeah. lost. So they got close. Uh, one of those Florida teams they had, Joe Kim Noel, got close. Ooh, they got close. They definitely got yeah, close. I think they got close. But besides that, man, it's been a tall task, and it's been some really good teams. Yeah, and they don't do it as of late. Um, I don't see Duke going in the feed. I think they come up short. Not at home. They will go on the field at home. They will not lose a game at home. I guarantee that. But I can see them losing. Uh, maybe a trap game. Uh, they got Florida State. They should probably win that. Wake Forest. They should probably win that. At Notre Dame, that could be a trap game. At, Vir- at Virginia, they can lose that one. They probably will lose. Well, I don't say they probably lose that one. And um, at North Carolina. And at North Carolina. Uh, at Tar Heel Nation. Yeah, they'll, they'll lose one of those. At the Dean Dome, they probably will. I just, especially with North Carolina, I actually have a few seniors too, which you yeah. don't get <laughs> too yeah. often in college yeah. uh, basketball anymore. But they actually have a few seniors and they have big experience. And Zion, those guys walking to the Dean Dome, you know, for the first time, right? You know, that that could be a little bit of a culture shock for yeah. them. I know? could see, I could see, I could see Michael Jordan showing up at that game. And, yeah, absolutely. And talking at the beginning or something. Michael then, be there. Yeah, <laughs> Michael be there. So yeah, uh, but yeah, I, I, I could see them maybe losing two or three. They're good enough to go undefeated, though. They are. Yeah. I'm not ruling it out, but I'm just saying I don't. I don't. In this day, it's it's tough to go it's undefeated. It's hard, man. For any any sport, anybody. But to beat Kentucky like that out the gates, yeah, number two team with the number two uh, class uh, freshman. That's impressive. but it could be you know there's there are those cases where you know they overrank teams to that's start true. off and that's then they end up not being nothing. Nothing, yeah. That's so true. who knows? Maybe Kentucky ain't that good. So yeah. we'll see. Well, guys, it's been fun. Uh, again, thank you guys again for tuning in uh, to the podcast. My. My faithful listeners, uh, we appreciate y'all always. Um, we're going to have some good games uh, yeah, tomorrow night. I'm, I'm very, very excited. Coming out of retirement, Monstars. <laughs> Listen, we're going to get this done, man. Trust me. We're going to get this done. We're going we're gonna to definitely come close if we don't. It will not be non-competitive. Uh, I predict a win, though. Yes, sir. And a big shout-out to, actually, our Week 2 Player of the Week uh, went to Dante, uh, Mr. Yes. PPR. And our last week, our Week 3 Player of the Week, actually goes to the table. Yes. And Brian actually got player of the week uh, for this. Uh, Brian Tennant got player of the week for this week. So big shouts out to those guys. Yes. Um, I ain't gonna say drinks on me because yes. you know, we're not. <laughs> nah. <laughs> nah. <laughs> but you know, you guys go ahead and take care of your business. Continue to uh, perform well. And I'll see you guys tomorrow. All right, man. Y'all have a good one.